Hey guys, this is a bonus episode of Collector's Quest, and I don't know whether to apologize or explain first. Before me and Johnny record, if we haven't picked a topic yet, we usually end up talking for a while about what the show should be about, brainstorming ideas, going through our list of ideas that we have in a document. And this episode is about 45 unedited minutes of me and Johnny talking about Dragon Warrior limited run games, nurse love addiction, stuff like that, while trying to decide on a topic for the show. So I actually don't talk that much in this, because I didn't know this was being recorded, and even after Johnny told me it was being recorded, I thought he was joking until the last five or so minutes. So I'm not paying attention to what you might call basic things like having interesting thoughts, talking into the microphone, or actually recording the audio on my end. So you're only going to hear me through Skype. I'm mostly browsing the internet in the background trying to figure out what to talk about for the real episode. So don't worry, we did decide on a real topic. And we did end up recording a real episode right after this. We got a great guest. He's going to be, that's going to be coming out next week. But until then, here is this. Enjoy. Hello. What's up? You know. No, I don't. You tell me. Boy, what happened? Oh my god. YouTube videos just playing. I'm going through the Instagram looking for topic ideas. Through the IGs. Well, Unless you want to just do one of our good old standbys we have in the document, like flush with plush. That one actually requires a good deal of research. That's just like if we want to. You want to do a Dragon Warrior retrospective. Like, what the fuck do I know about Dragon Warrior? Well, as a collector, not as a series. We can just talk about the Dragon Warrior games. We can do retrospectives on interesting series that people collect for. I was just throwing ideas out there. I don't know what I would have to say about that. That uh, people who actually want to collect it wouldn't know more than I do. I'll be like, oh man, alright, so there's four on NES, there's probably like more on Famicom, because I don't know, Japan. Yeah, there, <laughs> there is more, there is. And the numbers are all screwed up, and the names are all screwed up. They're, they're not, it's Dra Dragon Warrior um, on the NES, it's Dragon Quest on the Famicom and everywhere else, uh, and just for us, it's Dragon Warrior Forever, Dragon Quest Never, um... You know, as people, that's a, that's a hashtag. Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior Forever, Dragon Quest Never. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, what was, there was an interesting thing about Dragon Warrior. It was Four. the Nintendo we, we went... Power. It was the Nintendo, was Nintendo Power. Power. I don't even know It was a giveaway about. with Nintendo Power. Oh, yeah. And the way you can tell the variant print of that is it's got a little star on the flap. On the inner flap, that's the only way to tell if it was Nintendo Power giveaway. Of the box? Mm-hmm. They also had, like, special inserts that, like, came if you bought it, like, or if you got with the Nintendo Power insert. There was, like, a letter, you know, from Square Enix telling you to, like, hey, Dragon Warrior 2's coming out. You know, if you enjoy this one, go make sure you, you buy Dragon Warrior 2. And, you know, I feel... I'll probably just do it as a as a microcast because I can I can zip through it. But uh, basically, 
Dragon Warrior is probably one of the most important titles on the Nintendo, even if people don't realize that. And it's it's probably the reason Super Nintendo beat Genesis in the console wars. And you're saying, well, Johnny, that seems like a leap. How did that happen? Because what Dragon Warrior wanted to do was get other people, like, one, to be like, buy more Dragon Warrior games because we have more coming out. And they're super popular in Japan. We don't understand why America isn't snatching this up. But what it did was create RPG awareness in America. And sadly, most of that awareness turned to Final Fantasy. And the ripple effects of that are tremendous. So, you know, Dragon Warrior helped make RPGs a thing, helped American gamers embrace RPGs, get into fantasy gaming like they had never done before. And that, the success of those RPGs led to all the RPGs on, you know, the Super Nintendo, which was the carrying force, which helped Super Nintendo beat the Genesis in the console war, and subsequently turned Nintendo on its head with the N64 because they, you know, their their super strict and stupid licensing really fucked things up with Square, and then they took Final Fantasy VII from being on the Nintendo 64 to winding up on the PlayStation, which helped PlayStation win that generation. And the effects carry over into today, where we have a whole generation of people into boring, grindy games with little anime girls on the cover. Yeah, probably for the PlayStation Vita. Yep. Well, now, yeah, now there's, you know, if you really, if you're into those games, please see Limited Run. Sure, I, I don't know. Visual on that. All the visual novels they released. The Vita is like king of the visual novel. People they like, just had like My Lesbian Nurse Girlfriend released, didn't they? <laughs> Something really dumb that I was like, I'm not buying that. I'm sorry. Oh, you got to buy it. You're so close to the full set. No, I, I, in fact, I'm I'm working on a deal to sell all my Vita games. Oh, my God. Is that crazy yeah, to you? I don't know. I would sell my Vita games. I've only got like 10 and I played it once. Like I bought them all before I had a Vita. And now I'm like, yeah, I played a Vita once. I didn't really like it. So, Like, it's a fine portable. It's nothing about the portable. It's fine. Uh, but, you know, fuck that. Yeah, All I'm right. Just, I'm just done with them. I'm done buying, like, especially with Limited Run now announcing for the Switch, like, and showing their first game, where they're going to judge demand. Well, of course they are. Because no matter what it is, if it was limited, people would be like, oh, it's the first Switch game. This one's going to be the rare one. Which is why I think like them saying they're going to judge demand with this one is stupid. They should do like the first five where they judge demand and really see where the fall off is. And this is like a bullshit title. No one's clamoring for this one. They should it's a do fucking point and click adventure. I love point and click adventure too. Yeah, on PC. No, everywhere. I love point and click. Uh, it would have been better if it was on the Wii U and its touchscreen, but whatever. Um, it doesn't use the Switch's touchscreen? Does the Switch have a touchscreen? Yeah. Does it? It must. It must use the touchscreen. It touch does screen. not have a touchscreen. The, the Switch, Switch only has a touchscreen. Really? Yes. I've never touched the screen on the Switch. Like Kids today grow up, they expect you to be able to touch every screen that's bigger than two inches. Are you sure? I'm like 99%. Now you have me doubting it. 
Yeah, they sold a screen protector for it with like. What the hell is that? Switch Oh my God. Why? You know, every time I go on YouTube, I see these videos that have like a million views, and they're just such trash. I'm just like, how the fuck did that happen? Hey, everybody, I'm Switch Force. I'm sorry, you're what now? Call yourself Switch Force. Go. Just gotta appeal to the lowest common denominator. Just gotta find whatever. 13 year old kids are into on youtube and then just start making dumb shit for them because kids don't know any better i can't they just type in keywords and click the thumbnail with the funny face on it i can't do it i guess i guess it does have a touch screen I I can almost swear I used it to navigate the menus once when I was in portable mode. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't want fingerprints on it, so I'm never doing that again. (laughs) Huh. Interesting. Yeah, if you don't want to use a nice precision mouse, you can use your big sausage fingers to play a point-and-click PC adventure game. Or probably double the price it would cost you to just play it on a PC. Or just as a download from... The person, like, on uh, Steam. Just whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, anyways, my point is they, they chose, like, a a mediocre title, at best, as their opener. Like, there's a lot of games that they said are coming out for the Switch, right? And, um, like, that's the one they picked to test demand. Of course, that of course they're gonna pick their shittiest well, one. Yeah. <laughs> of course they're gonna pick their their shittiest one as the first one, and it's gonna sell a million. And they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is a self fulfilling prophecy that we wrote." Their their other ones are like like Iron Brigade, or no Mercenary Kings, and there's another one that's like a, a flint hook. It's like, oh, great, the games we got last year on PS4. Thimbleweed Park, though, guys. Comes in the in the big box though, sixty five dollar limited edition. They took the forty dollar PC big box, not limited edition, and they're gonna put the Switch game in it instead. This is so fucking ugly. Like, really? We could talk about limited run games. Fuck limited run games. God damn it! I thought it was gonna be on board. I thought it was gonna buy every limited run Switch game. But the way Switch is going, it's just like, ah, oh, everything. Guys, it has an exclusive sticker. Yeah, and, two exclusive stickers, oh, I think. Oh, oh, post-it notes and a phone book. Because, you know, you've always wanted a phone book. They got to make something that's made of paper so it's cheap. And that's not in the PC Big Box edition. So they could be like, see, it's not the same thing as this $40 version, guys. Tyler, it comes in a classic LucasArts style Big Box. LucasArts, as one word, uh, just like you remember. Really? Really? Are we, are, are we now using Lucas fucking arts to sell our shit? You just, you just drag everything in the fucking muck with you? Guys, <laughs> Lucas Arts, remember their <laughs> games? Made by Ron, it's a Ron Gilbert game, dude. I, I'm just saying, like, you could, why not say Ron Gilbert? 
Well, my be like, remember LucasArts big boxes? They were talking specifically about the box. Like, the shitty thing no is, one... this is, this game is like tailor-made for me to like it. It's tailor-made. Like, I like the Switch. I like point and clicks. I, I like LucasArts. I, I like X-Files, which is clearly the motif that it's going for. It, it takes place in October. You know, in the 80s, come on. Like, this is this is all the stuff I like. But I'm also super offended. Because they said LucasArts box? I, I am a little offended by that. But hey, I'm not as offended as limited run number 123, Nurse Love Addiction Medkit oh, Edition. yeah. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Nurse Love! Like, is, is Nurse Love the title character? Or Nurse Love Addiction? Does that mean... You're addicted to nurse love? I, I'm I'm so confused. I I forgot where I read the the synopsis of the game, but it was like it's about adolescent female nurses coming adolescent? into adolescent. What do you yes. mean at like they don't <laughs> let teenagers be nurses? Like these people make sure you don't die. Nurses are very important to to the medical profession. What the hell are they talking about? But hey, you're not buying it for the logic. You're buying it to see adolescent nurse girls kiss each other. Oh, I did. It comes out in 10 hours, though. Get, oh, your, click, ten... get your mouse ready. I like that the remaining inventory of this game is 267%. <laughs> they know it's overstock. <laughs> it's like we're going to do. Hey, guys, it's a uh, standard edition is limited to 2000. 300 games or 267% of that. Which, uh, should we do the math real quick? D- do you want to? We should. 2300 times 0.267. Oh, cool. Um, well, that's 614, but they're, they do it in two batches, so let's assume. So there's 307.5. <laughs> 307 and a half games here. So it's this limited edition. I didn't even realize who's buying. I'm, I'm sorry, not. I said 370. Yeah, three, that yeah but... three thousand seventy. That's what I meant. Three thousand seventy. I can math. I can math. I moved moved my decimal point. Not enough. Oh, dude, check out this limited edition. It comes with a bunch of art cards of a bunch of half naked teenage girls hugging each other. Oh, you know, my favorite part is all all the art cards because as long as well as collecting games, I like to collect cards. And now, oh, you got the full set of limited run game cards. Yeah, man. I, I I had to buy a binder with nine pockets and like put it in there just like I used to. And then I was well, like, I just, put them, I just put them next to my wrestling cards because well, you know, wrestling cards and wrestling autographs go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, I've got mine in perfect fit sleeves. Got to be careful though. These ones have super sharp corners. They haven't learned that they should round their corners yet because those things always get dinged. Like rounding well, the corner. Well, it just makes it easier to tell if your card's in mint condition or not. Yeah. Well, I, I for put collectors, Johnny. It's not for people to go around. That's their... why I put all of mine in special sleeves at, before I put them in the nine pockets. Then your binder gets so big. Uh, well, that's what all the ladies say about me. Man, your binder is big. And I can't wait for like Oregon Trail, but it's Oregon, like not yeah. the state, like as in within your body. 
Yeah, no, I played it. It was $2 on Steam someday, and I bought it. It's a fun game. Okay, cool. Well, you can have it for $25 for the PS4. Nope. But, Uh, you know, Nurse Addiction um, is $50. You know what? Nurse Addiction is fucking exclusive, at least. Nurse... Oh, no, it's not. That's actually on Windows, too. (laughs) $50, or... And you can get it uncensored on Windows, like the actual point you're buying the game, right? To get all the... You mean this... I mean... Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to want... Can you... Is this considered child pornography? I don't know how Japan works. I mean, it said they're adolescents, right? And they're lesbians. Like, is it like they're 18? Like, Everyone's 18th birthday just passed. <laughs> yeah. All these girls magically turned 19 in the hospital, became lesbians, and now they're touching each other. Join Limited Run as we bring you Nurse Love Addiction for the Vita. She's a 17-year-old, or a 700-year-old goddess. Oh, yeah? Is that true? What? No, I don't know. I'm just oh, uh, making up the shit that anime people would say. Man, oh. these are some semi-explicit Steam <laughs> pictures for this game. Anyway. Really? All right. Well, know, let's, let's... A lot of kissing and boob grabbing for nurses to be doing, I think. Nurse love addiction. Oh, my God. Like it, that came up quick. Oh, yeah. Safe search on, kids. Yep. Yeah, I don't... I'm not enjoying any of this, and I'm... Oh, force... Like, yeah, as an adult man looking at this, I feel like I am staring at adolescence. Whoa, that is uncomfortable. Yeah. All right, what the hell are we talking about? This is what we're talking about. I'm recording. Are you recording? <laughs> you weren't. You weren't recording this whole time? Fuck off. Oh, this is the podcast, man. We are talking... About nurse love. You're you're ready for it, right? That that's our this is gonna be our new podcast, just like the twenty minutes before the podcast where we just talk about whatever. That'll yeah. be a new podcast. Just yeah. throw out the planned bullshit. Yeah. Um I want you to know, uh there's a site called autostraddle.com and they say nurse love addiction is an adorable queer nightmare. Oh, Girl-on-girl culture, lesbian and bisexual women, on the edge. You know, here's the thing, though. We can we can say whatever we want, but it's got a 9 on Steam and an 8.5 in Metacritic. Yeah, I mean, that's I don't think anyone who wouldn't give it a 9 is going to look at it and be like, yeah, I might want to play that. But is this is this game for dudes or for girls? I'm like, is this for... You know, uh, homosexual girls or bisexual girls, or is this for dudes, or is this like a weird crossover thing? Because both of them are into it. I, I'm really confused. I think all anime games are for dudes, but that's just me. Unless it has those weird, weird two big eyes on the guys. The, I don't even remember the name for it. There's Shonen and Shoujo, and one of them means girls. I'm not an anime person, man. I don't know. Well, according to the blurb, it is uh it's about going to nursing school and discovering love, medicine, and adulthood. <laughs> yeah, adulthood, huh? Yeah. Alright, nurse love addiction. This game that we uh we've never played and never will. Topic of collector's quest. Here's this uh it used to be only digital. Now you can pay an extra ten bucks and get a physical copy. Yeah, you you can pay fifty or you can pay seventy five and and get the super good 
you know, big box with all the goodies in it. You know, it's got, man, so many things. It's got Band-Aids in it. It's got Band-Aids. And several cards that you should be embarrassed to put out um, that come with it. I keep and, those in the shoebox under my and bed. stickers, you know, for the back of your Vita. And, like, chibi portraits. And oh, you know what? I'm, I'm looking up. I'm trying to figure out where to buy it, and I just realized Google's not going to tell me because Google censors their search results. So I'm going to go over to Bing. Bing will tell me where to buy it. This episode of Collector's Quest brought to you by Bing. <laughs> yeah. What? No, Bing is just a bunch of pirated links. Who knows where to buy this game? Well, you Bing. know where to buy it. Limited run games. Well, no, I want the porn version. I don't want the oh. Sony approved version. You, are you going to watch underage girls? Like, are you going to sit down and play a visual it's... novel where you can make underage girls have sex with each other? Is that what you're going for? I'm not making them. We are They're def- discovering adulthood. We are definitely losing our clean lyrics filter if this is what you're into. Oh, my God. If the FBI talked to me, I'm going to tell them everything you've just said to me. What? It's appropriate for children. It's a game about children. Uh, uh, ew. That is some fuzzy logic right there. <laughs> You don't yeah, remember yeah. discovering nope. adulthood when you went to nursing school as a teenager? Nope. All right. I have nothing nothing uh, against homosexuality. People can do whatever and whomever they like. That doesn't bother me in the least. However, I'm, I'm super not into, uh, like, child pornography. Like, is, is it weird? Like, does this seem like a little, like a little off, or am I, am I, like, taking it too far? I think this is just part of anime culture that you need to learn to live with, Johnny. I'm not into anime at all. Like, I, I, I yeah, but like the people who are, are like, yeah, little girls in school uniforms and nurse uniforms. Like, yeah, that's just part of anime. Does that make it okay? I what you? I'm not the person you got to fight on this one. I'm not asking for. I'm just. I'm confused, and I feel a little gross. Call Joe Lieberman. He would probably fight against No, him. God. Never call Joe Lieberman. <laughs> that idiot. Ugh. Oh, we're getting political. Damn, I should hit record. Yo, you, we can we can talk politics on that, on how you can't uh, suddenly take a whole th- gaming as a whole and be like, video games are violent and they damage kids because clearly nurse love addiction is not a violent game. Though I did think I saw somebody stabbing someone else in this game. But you get my drift. Like... If you're playing, I don't know, Tetris, not a particularly violent game, so should it be judged in the same breath as all video games? Uh, That's a slippery slope. I mean, that kind of came up again, right? Trump was talking with game industry people. I wish they knew about nurse love addiction, though. Uh, Yeah. Like, how (laughs) about how? This is video games? Uh, I, I shudder to think what Trump might do if he got a hold of that one. God, we'd be putting tariffs on Japan. Yeah. There's, yeah, man, this is so weird. Uh, So, yeah, brought to you by Limited Run Games. I, I'm sure I own a bunch of these visual novels that are that are like this. Yeah, you have this on your shelf. You don't even know it. You probably have the guy game, too. The I do have the guy game. Oh, not, man, FBI is coming to your door. I don't think they are. I'm, I'm okay with uh, the guy game. Like what? I'm, like pornography is not not the thing I'm against. It is pornography specifically about children. That that's that's where I draw the line. 
which I think is a fine line. Like seventeen point nine, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that that should be the delineator. That we should just say child or not child, and then just move on. That's it. Yeah, like, look, I, work I understand. Like, you could be seventeen. Your girlfriend's sixteen. You turn, you know, eighteen. She turns seventeen. That creates some like thing. But as long as you're like still within the the realm. But when you're like, well, I'm thirty nine and she's seventeen, so that that's that's fine. That's like where it's like you should just use your common sense. Like common sense laws should apply. I just, agree. That's not the way the world works. No, no, and that's not that's not really the way law works either. Uh, law needs to be black and white and clearly defined or you cannot judge people on it and uh produce convictions i believe that's called the corpus delecti of law which means the body of the law so smart uh yeah i took a criminal justice course once upon a time and you like you like pulling that one out whenever you can oh yeah i wave that one around (laughs) i'm like have you guys heard of the body of the law the latin form is corpus delecti yeah, that's, and then everyone like, yeah, just like that. They 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 get so hot and bothered, they start rubbing their like their upper chest, and they're like, they take a deep breath, and they're like, Johnny, tell me more, show me your big brain. I'm addicted to your nurse love. It gets super weird. No, that happens because we were, we were just you know, past adolescence in school. <laughs> California is fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's look. You know, they don't call it La La Land for nothing. Holly weird. That's just the life we live here, man. We don't know any different. Johnny, what are we talking about today? This Let's is the podcast. Actually, the podcast. I, I'm recording this on both sides. This is <laughs> yeah. I've got the Skype audio going. This uh, uh-huh. we're talking right. about limited run games today, and they're weird choices. Or we're talking about visual porn novels. With underage girls, and I'm not sure if we should talk about either of those, really. All right, so let's talk about games featuring underage naked girls. So we've got, uh, uh, yeah, we got the guy game, we've got this nurse game. Wait, did the guy game have underage girls in it? Was that the problem? There's, yeah. Oh, there I did not know one. that. No one has ever fucking seen it. So have you played the guy game? I have not. Okay, so this, this like, 17-year-old girl is in, like, the very last... Uh, like set of questions and n- everything in the guy game is censored unless you get every single question right and then play the same set of questions again, which is the fucking most boring thing in the world as someone who has played the guy game. Um, And I could no one it. It takes for fucking ever and it's not fun. So this girl that sued or whoever parent to sue has nothing to worry about because no one has ever made it that far into the guy. Oh, I'm sure if you YouTube it, it's there. We'll check YouTube right now. I am not looking for that in YouTube. Come on, just put it in your search filter. It'll be fine. Uh, just let me go put it in the Bing. Bing probably doesn't know. What uh, put it. Put, drop your uh, incognito window up and just go. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I don't. I don't know about that. You mean I own it? I'm happy to own it. You know. Well, you it's required for, you know, all the uh, all the Xbox games. It's required. It well, is. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen people on like the Xbox subreddit who are like, oh, I'm, I can't own that. I don't want to get busted. So that one doesn't count for me. Um, Yeah, they, they didn't burn all the copies of it. So. 
you know. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I bought like I bought mine at like in like a GameStop or a game shop just like in Pittsburgh. So right. Then me too. Here in Los Angeles. No one really cares about the guy game. No. Also, if we're going to talk about illegal, I think all the copies of Cheetah Men 2 were stolen. So technically every single copy of that is illegal. And then there's like weird PC games like Rayplay, which just got banned here. Rayplay got banned? Yeah, it was not allowed to come out in America. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought the whole problem with that game is like, the kids are playing this game. Oh, I, th- I thought, it, well, maybe I'm incorrect, but I thought that was part of the problem was like, it got banned here and they weren't allowed to bring it, which is not a game we should have either. We need freedom of speech, and if people want to use tentacle monsters to rape people on trains or whatever that game is about, we need we need that protected. You know, I'm a beautiful I'm, thing. I'm not into censorship, but I'm also not like you know where where do you draw the line? Like, uh, should we have censorship or should we have rape simulators? Johnny. You old man, we have Nurse Love Addiction coming out on a very popular website on mainstream consoles. So we're we're beyond. But those anything. girls, but at least those girls are engaging in consensual behavior. I hope. And I'm not going to I'm not going to go out and test this, so we'll just have to take their word for it. Johnny, what are we talking about today? This is it. We're talking about limited run games today and some of their sketchy ass releases. This is it. Did, did you want to talk about something else? Have I made you uncomfortable? You can't make me uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yes. Huh, I did not know that. Oh my god, I was joking about it, but on the limited run site, there's actually a trading card binder you can buy. I'm not even oh, shitting yeah. you, you No! <laughs> oh my god, that is so... Come There's trading card protectors, which, you know... Uh, it's a, they sell top loaders for like a dollar. I know, this, this is so wrong. What is... Dude, come on. Come on. That... Guys, this is a site that charges you extra for like box protectors and a shipping box if you don't want your shit to get crushed. It's a little four pocket. It's not even a nine pocket, dude. Really, four pocket? I used to get those. I went on like Troll and Toad, and I would just get all the clearance dollar four pocket yeah. binders. Cause... That's not. This one's ten bucks, and it holds up to eighty cards. It's and one, like enough to cover one random so card. Hold on. Card. One random card from the past or an upcoming release will be sent inserted into your binder. Ooh. Holy shit. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I'm really over special editions, too. Like, I, uh, please stop trying to make me buy games with a bunch of shit in it that I don't want. Did we already talk about this? I'm so like, please stop giving me physical soundtracks. I don't want them. Please, please don't give me Band-Aids. Do you want to talk about how special editions are stupid? I think I think we can talk about how special editions are stupid. And we can right. just we can throw this in there too. Um our conversation and confusion at nurse love addiction. And Are you ser- you seriously recording this? Because yeah, this is recording. I've been like not worrying about how far I am from the microphone. No, I I've been recording. You, we can we can make this a bonus episode. Okay. We can we can throw this out as a as a bonus for people uh, like a super not well edited 
we just rambled a little bit episode about some shit. All right, great. All right. I have to cut out Johnny defending some underage children. I don't remember. I don't remember what was said about what. Um, nothing. Nothing horrible was said. In fact, I firmly took a stance against um, you know, teens having sex uh with like lesbian sex not against lesbian sex in particular wow, John, underage really no no against there. against of uh, uh underage underage sex not that fact that it was lesbian that had nothing to do with it that's just the fact of the matter all right yeah good th- good stance to have on collectors you know we should make that our official collectors quest stance well, we are at here at collectors quest we are not against homosexuality in any shape or form However, we are against underage sex being sold to adults. So, yeah, we're against kitty porn. Yeah, what strong stance from us. Yeah, uh, daring. You might call us brave, but we're just a couple of people doing a podcast. Yeah. I'm also against human trafficking and terrorism and ISIS. Ooh, God. Getting this is the political episode of Collector's Quest that everyone has been waiting for. Now, as long so, as we don't are, talk about gun control, we'll be all right. Lieberman? I mean, all right. Joe, yeah. Fuck Joe Lieberman. Fuck, fuck Joe. Jack Thompson, too. Uh, yep. I don't think Jack Thompson's around, but seriously. No, fuck that guy. You know he was disbarred. Yeah, I know. I bought his book at Goodwill. I found his book at Goodwill, uh, like, in the mid-2000s, and I bought it. That's the only way to buy his book, because he should never... Like, for the same reason, I don't want people to get money, uh, like, give their money to GameStop because then the publishers aren't actually getting the money is the same reason you should buy his book used anywhere. So he doesn't see a dollar of it. I, I mean, I, can you still buy a Jack Thompson book new? Is, is anyone buying that? Amazon. I bet it's What's there. his book called? I don't even remember what his book is called anymore. I can't believe I read it. I was so into video games as a kid. Like I thought the industry was the coolest shit. Oh man. Yeah. I, I I did too, and then I worked in the video game industry for like six months, and I was like, "Yeah, I hate this. I hate everything about this." Stefan or Stefan, if he ever tells me how to pronounce his name, yeah. he seems to love it. He's like, "Yeah, video game industry. I know all these people, and yeah, he works I've been in working it. here for over a decade. Yeah, he he likes it, and I did not. And I worked for a I worked for a company called Liquid Entertainment." And we were doing games for Atari at the time. And oh boy, let me tell you, that was some nonsense. Wait, for Atari? What? Yeah, we were Atari, Atari, uh, like we had this game and Atari was going to be our publisher. And the game was Dragon Shard, which is really unfortunate that they tried to make it one word. Because if you... If you Google, yeah. If you if you Google it, it puts dragons hard. So somehow we're back to sexual sex and games, but this time it's bestiality um, with miss mythical beasts. Uh, yeah. So dragons hard, but yeah, uh, Dragon Shard is a Dungeons and Dragons real time strategy game, and Liquid Entertainment that was their bread and butter. They did real time strategy, but then I think the last and most well known thing they were they did before they got into like apps and stuff um was <laughs> desperate housewives oh yeah geez i remember that weird yep 
I thought so when you said Atari, I'm like, holy shit, you worked on 2600 games? Like, no, how old are you again? No, Atari is still up. I mean, there's yeah, I mean, something they're is still a publisher. Atari. No one yeah. even knows what Atari is anymore. Does any they've changed like holding companies more than once? Oh yeah, but they they're still a, an entity that owns things and makes things, or at least publishes them. Oh, Atari box. Yeah. Get great. ready, kids. Yep, everyone wants one. See you later, NES Classic. See you later, Raspberry Pi. Yeah. Get yeah, that Atari box. Competitor. We can talk about how dumb that is. Do, do we need to? I mean, I is there any did. argument for it that we need to debunk? Uh, Atari oh, box. Really? Super dumb. Don't buy it. Wait. I bet if we went on, like, Atari Age or something, we could find someone excited for the Atari box and bring them on the show, and they would have a really interesting point of view because no, no one knows what they have to say. Yeah, well, that's like, I bet if we walked into an alley with a bunch of hobos, they would have views that you and I don't have. Let's talk to them about that. I don't know. That sounds like a Vice show. Sure, right? This is going to be our equivalent of going to, like, get back alley bums to give us their opinions. Someone who likes the Atari box. I like that. I like that going to Atari age is the equivalent of going what, and getting going to get back alley bums. You hear that, Atari age members? You are back alley bums, and that's how we feel about your opinions. Says Collector's Quest. We actually we have good things to say about Atari age if we're going to give our addendum to our last episode. I don't know if this quote-unquote episode even counts as an episode, so if we want to even go over that. Uh, go ahead. Tell me, or this can still be in that uh, not episode. Go ahead and tell us uh, your views on Atari Age. What, my, my views on Atari Age? Yeah, go ahead. Are we talking about my views on the wonderful Mortoff games? What's Mortoff games? Uh, they are... It's It's just some guy who i mean he has like a, a video game repair website where he sells like a bunch of resistors and crap you need to repair games but he also makes box protectors for all of the games that absolutely nobody cares about including as of october last year i said that you could not find this an odyssey 2 box protector for both the small box the um the magic boxes and for the big like board game boxes and then you can also get crap like RCA Studio 2 and Jaguar CD and the Absolute 7800 games, which are like these big box 7800 games. I don't I don't know who he's making these for. He must be selling like 10 of each of these to anyone. It's kind that, of amazing. That is amazing that that's a thing that even can happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is he like contracting this out to some factory in China and he's just like, here's the dimensions, make one of these? Because if he's like actually making these himself, I don't know. It well, seems like he's just doing that as a hobby to help out some of his Atari buddies. Do you think that he has full sets of these games so he could buy enough to get a run out and then have some extra for a few people who might want them? I don't think so. I think I, I went through some of his forum posts and it's basically someone's like, Oh god, there's there's no RCA Studio 2 boxes and then he's like, I can make those. And then he makes them. So he just seems like a guy trying to fill all these super super niche market needs. Okay. Well, I mean, if he can then I mean, I guess good for him, right? I mean, yeah. Mordoff Games for shouting you out and VG Collectaholic for calling me out for saying you can't get an Odyssey 2 yeah, box. Yeah, you you done got told, kid. Well, you know what? You want to. So, OK, I was wrong about that. 
We're gonna. You are wrong about. You are wrong about. Watch. No, you're wrong about that. You're one hundred percent incorrect. I can prove it with two I have sitting here. I I never said that box protectors don't come in different thicknesses. Yes, you did. But I I did not say that. You I I think your exact words are they're exactly the same. And I said they no, they're not. They come exactly in. The same. <laughs> but they they come in different thicknesses. Oh my god! No, we had a whole thing on that episode where I said no, Tyler. That's incorrect. They come in different thicknesses, and you're like, no, Johnny, you're wrong. And then it turns out, no, Tyler, you are in fact wrong. I was talking about like my television. Oh microphone. boy, here we go. No, fucking thicker ones. <laughs> here we go. Go ahead. Tell me how they're all the same. They're all the same. Who cares how thick your box protectors are? I do. That's that's the key. That's a key dimension. Who cares how thick this rod of steel is? Steel is steel. So my main point is that I've ordered different system box protectors from the same place, and they've come in different thicknesses. So it's not like all of retro protections are the same thickness, and all of video game box protectors are the same thickness. I don't know. That was the end of my sentence there. Okay. That you have to respond to. Okay. You're just going to say, okay, mm-hmm. there we go. Yep. Just going to be done with it. Cause I don't I mean, What else do we need to say? You were wrong and that's fine. All right. Let's talk about uh, using Sharpie to get rid of Sharpie. Cause I got, we were talking about all the PP on my miracle piano box. Now, every time I'm in my game room, I'm like, oh, damn it. Oh, so, so it worked a little bit, right? Yeah, all right, so I, I stole a dry erase marker from work, not a Sharpie, because I think it only works with dry erase. Maybe it works with Sharpies. I don't know. Okay, so uh, did so you try I, a I, Sharpie I or a dry erase? There's Sharpie on the box. I tried to get rid of it with dry erase. And Just to be work. 100% clear on what I did, okay. not as documented by Johnny. Okay. Uh, so, so, you, so you went out and said the thing that Johnny said works doesn't work, even though that's not what you did. You You did the thing you said, and that didn't work. But you, you somehow my name fell out of your mouth. Yeah, so I'm still calling you out for this because you, you basically said to do. You basically said to do I did. I did not. I in fact I was like, no, I don't think it's dry erase marker. But even even though, so your method worked a little bit is what it sounds like. So I color over the sharpie with my dry erase marker and then I wipe it off carefully. Like, or did uh, yeah, you... like so I'm using like basically a new paper towel for each wipe because otherwise it creates a huge mess. Yeah. Um. And so it wipes like 90% of the Sharpie off. And then it leaves, like, obviously I couldn't get entirely in the lines when I was coloring in with my dry erase marker. So it's leaving like 10% behind of the dry erase marker too, which isn't coming off. So it's making it a lot lighter and a lot less neat looking because now I have like this scribbled in P rather than a nice clean P. So I kind of gave up on that. And then I went to the inner, like, so... This is Miracle Piano, so it's a semi-gloss box, but it's really more cardboard than glossy. You'd probably have real good results if you had any kind of glossy box. And to be clear, I think this works better on carts than, uh, you know, I'm not a person who does this, because as we discovered, I, I leave stickers on and I leave marker on You're and stuff. Barbarian, yes. We yeah. have discussed that already. Yeah. Um, so I don't really do this, and that's why uh, I'm not endorsing any of this. Try at your own risk. But I bet it works better on carts than on something like, um, you know, a box. Okay, yeah. And then I, I tried acetone after that. Don't do that. Oh no, you should not use that. You should never use acetone on cardboard. I, mean, I was just like, oh my god, I need to. I need. I was like giving up. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna do whatever I can for this box. And then I just ended up using alcohol, which again, don't use alcohol, but 
if your box is covered in PP, that makes it it makes it better than having the PP on there. I love that your box is covered in PP. Well, now it's not. Now it's covered in just a very light dose of PP. Okay. So uh, that was your bonus episode of Collector's Quest, where Tyler and I rambled about some shit. Hope you enjoyed it. Well, can we wait? We got to go over the rest of, no, of well, the things people well, told us. We're saving those. No, we're gonna like we should probably not even put that in that episode and put that in our real episode because that okay. should be a direct response. Great. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> wonderful episode. We talk about little kids and limited run games. Yeah, kind of. Eh, whatever. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Fantastic. Yep, I'm... Hold on, I'm trying to get it to stop recording. Where did it go?